With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The following segment is from NFL University on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Austin, I want to talk to you about the end of that Browns game. Um, so you take a knee, right, to run the clock, uh, uh, you know, on the other side of the two-minute warning. And it, right. looks, it looks, from our perspective, right, that – the Browns almost dragged you into the end zone on purpose. Like Miles Garrett standing around, just kind of watching the play. Is is this kind of how end of game scenarios are now playing in the NFL? I know analytics probably are driving a lot of this and, you know, uh, making sure you don't want to give the opposing offense too much time after you get a go ahead score. But, but is that what happened on Sunday? Yeah. So it's, it's one of those situations where the defense actually wants you to score yet yeah, because they're trying to get their, their, uh, offense the ball back um because if we score we would have been up by five points um and then if we didn't get the two-point conversion which we didn't you know we're obviously still up by five and not seven and so that's what they banked on and yeah so they allowed us to score so the plan was for us you know uh, was to not score <laughs> literally you know you don't hear that too often from you know offensive players uh but yeah we wanted to take a knee or like they wanted me to go down um, so I was kind of just bouncing around and I was about to go down. And right before that, they literally yeah, all like jumped on me and just held me and basically threw me in the end zone and everyone standing around like, what the heck? Why would you just go? Like, why didn't you just go down? It's like, well, I was about to, but uh, <laughs> you didn't see what just happened. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was interesting for sure. Awesome. The general public knows how good Derwin James is, but I don't think we truly, you know, kind of appreciate how special of a talent he is. Do you have a memory of something or sometime in practice or even a game where, he just made you go, wow. 
Uh, probably his rookie year. I think his rookie year is when he really just surprised me because it was obviously that was the first time I've seen him play. Um, that would have been my second year. And I think we had like a one-on-one where he was guarding me and just feeling his strength. I remember he just jammed me up and I could not move. Um, he, I was literally just jammed on line of scrimmage and this was a rookie. So I'm like, oh, great. I just got, you know, showed up by the rookie. Uh, so it just made me feel bad. I was like, all right, all right. And then, you know, ended up being a pretty good player. So it feels bad later on. But um, yeah, that was just his strength and his size. And just, he's like literally the, comp- the complete player when it comes to playing safety. Um, you know, he's been dealing with some injuries. So he's definitely, uh, you know, glad to be back on the field. We're glad to have him back out there making plays. And he's, he's more than just, you know, great player. He's also a great leader on the field as well. So, you know, he's got a lot of, lots of part of the game that we uh, are appreciative of having back. Speaking of another one of your teammates, Rashawn Slater. I mean, what a great rookie year for that guy. He seems like a gem that you guys picked up. Um, I saw that after the game, you talked to the press and you said that, you know, Slater was telling you, and the other running backs, like, hey, we, we don't have to chip Miles Garrett anymore. Uh, I'm doing a pretty good job handling it myself. How often do, like, these game plans uh, change kind of in-game and you're reacting to what you're seeing on the defensive side live rather than what you guys practice ahead of time? And how good is Slater overall as an offensive tackle? Yeah. Yeah, shout-out to Tom Telesco, RGM, for uh, snagging Slater because uh, he has been holding it down for sure. Um, you know, just he's – surprised us all we don't really you don't really know what you're going to expect from a rookie coming in even if they are first round you like you expect them to do have some production but the production that he's had and really been locked down over there pretty secure um has you know exceeded expectations and so you know we're definitely thankful to have him over there i know i'm thankful to have him in our run game as well um he's just the complete tackle and so yeah when you know he's he's asking not us not to chip because you know we're having people were hitting them too hard and now they're bouncing off and stuff like that. It's like, wow, this guy, he, he gets the game. Like he understands like how he needs to stay on certain guys, you know, at a young age, it's super, super, you know, just impressive. Um, and so, yeah, I think he's going to, I think he's going to continue to be locked down over there, which is great. Cause you know, obviously he's protecting Justin's backside. They say, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And heading into week five, you're one of four players in the NFL who had over 400 yards from the line of scrimmage and two or more reception touchdowns. What do you do to make sure that you're always improving? And is that just watching the other running backs around the league, honing in a specific part of your game? Just walk us through that process. Yeah, man. I, I you know, I think uh, this kind of relates to, you know, coach or coach uh, Foster, our running back coach. He asks us every week, like, hey, what do you work on this week? And, you know, for me, it's really, it's really about efficiency. It's about efficiency. Like, I'm, I'm not watching other running backs. Like, I'll watch, you know, the highlights as far as just like the explosive run tape just to see what everyone else is doing. But I'm not really catching keys from that because, we all have our own play style. We all have our own game um, that has gotten us to this point in our life. And so for me, it's, you know, I'm not, you know, running people over. For me, it's really about being bursty and really just efficient with my, with my movements and getting that feel quick. Like I'm, I would say quick more than fast. Right. And so it's, well, what do I mean by that? This goes like deep beyond like what people say in the stands. This is like, instead of like running directly into someone, if I don't have a lot of room, it's about attacking his right shoulder. You know, it's about making a jab with my right foot. That's a little bit wider than usual and trying to move him off, you know, half a foot. Um, just, just things that we don't, you don't think about, but you do in practice, you know, to, to actually try to move people um and just it helps you be efficient instead of me you know getting tackled and stuff right there now I'm falling forward for two or three yards uh, when I'm catching a ball you know where's where's the ball around me is, is it tight to my body is it out and just being more efficient in my movement and so that's always what I've been you know 
trying to work on is just, hey, when Austin has the ball in his hands, what does he do? Well, he, he gets yardage, right? And how's that? Because he's smart and he's tactical with his movement. You can listen to the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.